Alright, let's get this out of the way up front. This is actually quite a decent episode, but your average internet fanboy type chooses to ignore this because there's a messy little piece of contradicting continuity here. The story is largely presented as a flashback to the good old days on Cybertron. Good old days meaning when it was all robots and no boring humans, and gives a bit of backstory for the Constructicons. Only Megatron sort of said that the Constructicons were built on Earth at the end of Season 1. And here they are on Cybertron, palling around with Omega Supreme millions of years ago. So, which origin is correct? I'm strongly inclined toward who gives a crap myself, but if it matters to you that much, I'm sure there's some kind of convoluted Marvel no-prize explanation that can incorporate both. Personally, I think there are so many more immediate issues to get worked up over without having to go look for more. But that's just me, I guess. Anyway, like I said, this is actually quite a great episode. It's the first one where David Wise starts really laying the groundwork for his vision of Cybertron's backstory. I know you're all probably tired of me gushing about this particular writer by now, but here's where we start seeing why I gush so much. So the aforementioned Constructicons hijack an asteroid full of ore and begin mining. Pretty basic stuff. What we should really be concerned with is why Megatron is hanging out with Autobot Sideswipe. Astro Train, be ready to depart for the asteroid in one hour. Space Shuttle Mode. Good thing he specified Space Shuttle Mode, otherwise he'd have tried getting up there in Train Mode. Meanwhile, Cosms discovers the big space rock with the six lime green guys crawling around it and reports back to Prime for instructions. I'm not sure if the microphone can pick this up, but I'm wincing right now. You just know whatever orders come out of that face mask are going to be something truly boneheaded. Cosmos, head back up there and get me some solid information. Very well, Optimus Prime. Ugh, see? See? Prime heads up to talk to Omega Supreme, whom you'll recall turns into a giant rocket base. He happens to mention that the Constructicons are involved in the latest Decepticon plot, and Omega goes apeshit at the sound of their names. Which sounds to me like a lead into a flashback. Actually, Omega's initially reluctant to spill his sordid past, but Prime presses onward with the old oh-come-on tactic, which everyone knows is absolutely irresistible. We get comfy and settle in for story time. Apparently David Wise can't bring himself to write an entire episode of dialogue in the style of Tonto, Tarzan, and Frankenstein, so Omega switches to normal speech just this once. Thank God. Prime seems surprised by the revelation that Omega was once a Guardian robot. This means nothing to us at the moment, but after about half a dozen episodes featuring Guardian robots who look exactly like Omega Supreme with a different color scheme, it seems a little goofy that he wouldn't realize this. Except, well, it's Optimus Prime we're talking about here, so never mind. Omega's job back in the day was to defend the Crystal City, and apparently he did this mostly by strolling around and saying things like, Golly, I sure do love my life. Everything's gonna be perfect like this forever. La la la. The Constructicons, who conveniently already possessed their Earth forms before humans even existed, much less construction vehicles, were Omega's best pals back then. Little did they know that a young upstart named Megatron was lurking in the shadows with something called the Robo Smasher. Dumb name, cool machine. It's basically a turn robot's evil device. Naturally, it was only a matter of time before he turned the thing on the Constructicons. Lucky for them, they already had Con in their name, so they didn't even need to change it. Getting your driver's license and social security card changed on Cybertron is a huge pain in the ass. Now evil, the Constructicons go back to their old pal Omega and pull the Hey, Capital City shoes are untied, go check it out and we'll guard your spot till you get back trick. And the poor sucker actually falls for it. Naturally, while he's gone, they obliterate the Crystal City. Omega swears to rescue his friends and get revenge on Megatron. He tracks the Constructicons for weeks. I mean, where else is he going to go anyway, you know? And eventually catches up to them. Using his enormous, clumsy hands, one of which is a three-pronged claw and the other which is a giant laser cannon, he performs delicate brain surgery on them. Shockingly, this fails to bring them back from the dark side. And speaking of utterly ineffectual, we're treated to the first canonical appearance of Devastator, who wrestles Omega near the Robo Smasher, but doesn't quite get the job done. 
which is an utter shock to those of us who have seen Devastator lose every single battle he's ever fought. The experience doesn't manage to turn him entirely evil, but it does drain away all his emotions, except hate, which to my way of thinking should be the default setting on all robots. Omega chased the Constructicons down for years after that, apparently making his way to Earth when they did, at the end of Season 1. So just ignore one simple line of dialogue and it all lines up. What's hard about that? The flashback over, Prime forbids Omega from engaging the Constructicons, because directing the enormous emotionless killing machine at the enemy's so-called greatest weapon would be a thing a good leader would do. But you knew a showdown was inevitable, and you probably also knew that since we're dealing with the Constructicons, they were going to lose. I bet you didn't see this coming, though. The asteroid is a giant space egg for this fucked up bird monster thing. But here's the badass part. As the thing closes in on Earth and Omega is left with the usual save the innocents or get vengeance on my enemy's choice, he chooses vengeance. Yay, hatred! The monster heads for San Francisco, so naturally they send a team that includes tracks to stop it. But for some reason, only Omega Supreme can stop this thing. Teletran 1 said so. So Prime goes up to the asteroid and guilts Omega into abandoning his vengeance quest and saving the day. Was really hoping Omega would just reach over and crush Optimus with his mighty claw, but of course he doesn't. Boring. And now it's time for this week's science lesson. The creature inside the asteroid is described as organic, which apparently means made of robotic parts and capable of shooting lasers, which makes me think of my organic produce in a whole new way, I gotta be honest. Now to see how much energy juice we can squeeze out of this ore. 